And now, the High Tech Auto Report with Michael Garfield. You hear that music and you know it is time for me to talk about vehicles, cars, trucks, electric sports cars. What do you need, people? Listen, I mentioned electric. Electrics are everywhere. The big question, Garf, should I get an electric? Should I have gotten electric five years ago? Should I wait? Should I get a hybrid? Listen, it all depends what lifestyle, what demographic, where you live, how far you drive on whether you should get a certain type of car, how many people you want to schlep around. But electrics, without a doubt, they are here to stay as more and more manufacturers are now turning a lot of their productivity and their production away from gas-powered vehicles into all electric ones. And I do get to drive a lot of electric uh, vehicles, one of which I just got out of a few weeks ago, and I'm going to talk about it right now. It is from Nissan, always one of my favorite manufacturers, the 2023 Nissan. Now, Nissan Aria. A-R-I-Y-A. Now, Nissan has been in the electric vehicle mode for quite a while. Matter of fact, uh, it was 2010 or 2011, quite a while ago, when it came out with the Nissan Leaf. Anybody remember that? Well, now they've upped their, took them a while, but now they've upped their game. And now they come out with, um, we're going to call it a small SUV or a CUV, if you will, compact utility vehicle. It is the Aria. This specific one that I had this past uh, a few weeks ago, it was called the M Power Plus, and it's a front-wheel drive. And that really kind of made me stop for at least a second or two because generally with electric vehicles, they're all-wheel drives versus four-wheel drive. So I'm not saying it's a bit weird, but maybe it's a bit odd for EVs, but it's certainly conventional. It's probably why Nissan went with that thing, which is fine. Now, there are several different configurations in terms of battery power that you need to consider uh, if there are options, depending on what manufacturer you want. And with and with Nissan, they do have two. One is a 67 kilowatt, and then one is the 87 kilowatt. This one that I happen to have was the higher end, more powerful, if you will, 87 kilowatt uh, lithium ion battery also has some liquid cooling in there. It makes about 238 horsepower and electric vehicles, you know, for the most part, and I've talked about this since I've been reviewing them for years, they get up and go from zero to 60. They have a punch. They are quiet as all get out and you just go, go, go. This one, it's certainly fast, but, uh, it, it didn't, you know, make my hair flow if you and I got a lot of hair if you know what I'm talking about maybe a little sluggish compared to the others but is this something that you really want to do because every time you put the floor pedal down all the way you're going to kill some of that battery power to me I try to actually save as much battery as I power for that um, in-city driving or or the uh, the on-road driving so I you know want to waste as little juice as possible but other than that it's interesting because uh, another interesting fact is you look at the mod. I'm going to walk around from front to back. It is a, a four-door. It is uh, two seats in the front. You've got about three people that could fit in back. Um, I do like the front. The front is very menacing, should I say. And with electric cars, you really want, uh, you do not want to let air in. Air creates drag. And so you want a lot of enclosures. That's why you see a lot of electric cars designed differently with them, some slope back to make them aerodynamically. This one does the same thing. This does have kind of a sloped hatchback. And on the front, it does have uh, some air curtains, I'm going to call these things, verticals on the left and right sides. This, I believe, allows the air to kind of flow in and then flow out quickly around the front tires to improve the aerodynamics. Now, 19-inch wheels in the one I, I tested, and the 
in terms of size, it's about the size of, if you're a Nissan fan, I'm going to compare this to a size maybe of a Nissan Rogue or so. Not that it has anything to do with the Rogue, but you're going to, you know, get the, you know, the three passengers in the back and the two passengers in the front. But overall, it's kind of a sleek, sexy look. Uh, the, uh, the, the colors are nice and electric, at least the one I have. Internally, though, some of the comforts and convenience is one of the things I want to point out. This has the ProPilot Assist 2.0, and this is the semi-hands-free, don't-touch-the-wheel type of thing. It worked. I did try this, and it works quite well. We're getting more and more of this technology where uh, there is road mapping and the use of cameras and the satellites and what have you. It's going to allow you to not only take your foot off the gas, but it's going to make, like, take your hands off the wheel. Uh, use it with caution, but the, the Pro Pilot Assist 2.0, I you know use this one relatively extensively, extensively, and it works good. Safety and security, not even an issue. The Nissan Safety Shield 360, automatic emergency braking and the pedestrian detection and lane departure warning and, and rear cross, cross traffic alert, which yeah, I've said it before, people, RCTA, if I have to have one safety feature, man, that's something I wish I had years and years ago, the rear Cross traffic safety, traffic alert automatically beeps if somebody's you're backing out of a grocery store. That thing is awesome. The interior when you get in, it's it's very nice. It's it, you know it's not the highest. In, they kept the price down. We'll get to the price, but you know it's not real wood. There's a faux wood trim, and there's your infotainment screens. One of the things that's kind of bugaboo with me, it's there are no knobs in here. It's touch sensitive controls, and they're kind of built in to this fake wood, sorry, faux wood trim in terms of switching the uh, radio stations or turning the volume up and down. To me, maybe call me OG, but I still want and need physical control. So there's no knobs over there. Is that a game, game changer or killer? No, it's just something that I noticed. It does have a wireless charging pad. It sits in the armrest, which makes it for a little safer. I don't know. For, I, I'm one of these people that every time I get to a red light or, you know, sitting in the car, I like quickly checking. Do I have any text or got a call coming in? This one being in the armrest, it prevents me from doing that. So I think this is a good safety feature because so, it's not really accessible to my eyes without actually moving my arm and uh, playing with it. In terms of storage space, there's a nice glove box. It's it's not a relatively small cub, uh, glove box, not a ton of storage space where to, to secure your things. If you're carrying things, it does have a neat cup holder, small cubby between the seats. It's got good headroom in the back. Speaking of the uh, the chargers, there are USB chargers in the back, which I like also. The sculpted headline in the back. I told you it's aerodynamic. And I'm looking, I'm thinking, every time I see a sculpted headline where it's kind of scoops back, uh, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, there's not going to be a lot of headroom in a back seat. I am six foot tall. I was able to get in there, no problem whatsoever. Electric vehicles, to me, they seem much roomier for some reason. Maybe it's the minimalistic design. And this is relatively minimalistic. Uh, minimalistic. I do like the um, the, the flat uh, color, the seats. Uh, the, yet the seats, they were very comfy. It just makes things look uh, like they're more roomy because they're kind of de designed. I think one of the manufacturers years ago called me, it's a, a skateboard platform. Just take a flat skateboard and then plop some seats on it. Obviously, you don't need the drivetrain. There's no engine uh, in, in front. So that's what you're going to get. <laughs> Speaking of that engine, there is no engine because it's electric. But generally where the engine is in the hood, there's something called a frunk, the front trunk where you have storage space. Not here. Uh, Nissan went with something really interesting in terms of putting all the electric, electric stuff, the batteries under that front hood, which uh, makes it obviously less area and less space to uh, you know carry things in terms of golf clubs or baggage in the back. It's about a 22.8 cubic 
foot, not a ton of space in the back. It's got a small floor storage that pops up and down uh, its system. This overall starts about $55,000. The one I tested was just about $59,000 because it did have some optional things like splash guards and carpeted floors. But one of the things that they do want you to point out, and I was never able to take it to the full mileage, this fully powered, according to Nissan, can get you up to 289 miles. This again, it's the Empower Plus front wheel drive up to 289 miles. Is this the most amount of mileage that you can get from an electric vehicle? No, not really. But in terms of the price, in terms of the comfort, in terms of the brand that you're going to get, yeah, it's absolutely worth worth looking for. I'll say it again. Am I the biggest electric vehicle fan? I do like electric vehicles. I don't like our battery charging system here in the United States in terms of the public charging, but that's neither here nor there. If you're looking for an electric, absolutely. Put this one in your repertoire. It's a 2023 Nissan Aria Empower Plus. For all future other recommendations and reviews that you want me to uh, drive, I know a few manufacturers here and there are more than happy to hop behind the wheel. Just pop me a note, Michael at High Tech Texan. And until next week, people, I want you to drive safe.